The Educators with Damian Anderson, Darnell Sanchez, and me, Andrew Fred. The Educators starts right now. Welcome to The Educators. We are glad you all are with us today. And we have a great show in store. Yes, we do. Well, let's get started with some ed chat, shall we? Now, teachers, I'm talking to you guys for for uh, right now. Uh, what do you all think about building authentic connections with your students? You guys know I'm big on to that relationships. Well, get this. A student said to their teacher a few years ago that, and I quote, you are the only teacher who acts like you like us. And the teacher said that her classroom is her happy place, of course, and she truly loves her job, but she knows uh, not all teachers feel the exact same way uh, that she do and the students that they notice. And she goes on to say that her teenagers are fun, they're witty, they're creative, passionate, and totally unpredictable. Yes, they have pimples. Their voices squeal. Uh, they are awkward and, and sensitive, and they smell bad sometimes. They uh, they say inappropriate things. They test the boundaries, the list. I could go on and on, you guys. But you know, with you know, with all of that, you guys, it still makes her laugh every day. It does. Now she she continues on that this wasn't always the case because years ago she became so focused on the curriculum and objectives that she had she had totally lost sight of the of the most important element of her professional existence. You guys want to know what that is or was? Her students, her teenagers. So a few changes in her behavior, it helped improve her relationship with the students and led to her current perspective, which we are about to share and break into, you know, into our own thoughts. Okay. So Andrew, I believe you have the first one for us. So what do you have? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Damien on that. Um, so the first one is, of uh, course, really uh get to know your students right off the bat um because it really pays off um by going to their games or dance recitals uh, not just dance recitals you know going to the going to their job um you know because they want they it's kind of like a, a sign of motivation almost um they let them know that who you are uh, beside your student um they feel that you care about them and will be more receptive to your request and more respect to you as a teacher um here's the bonus uh students who feel valued by you will be more willing to take risks for you and we know how essential this is to you to learning process. Make note at least one thing you have in common with every student and share it with the class. It can be simple fact, like Bob, do you like the Steelers? Me too. They may shake it off at first, but if the Steelers win, you will hear about it. 
by valuing each student's individuality, individuality, you may have a good chance of increasing engagement in the class and put information you learn into your lessons. So, for example, uh, Brandon plays basketball, so use his name in sport as an example. Uh, Aiden gets validation that you listen and you care. Simple but effective. All right, so we're going to just put a twist on that whole thing I just said. I'm going to yes. put a twist on all that long thing yes. I just said. Yes. Um, as I take my glasses off. Mm -mm. Take the glasses off means business. <laughs> um. So... As a teacher's perspective, I, mm -hmm. I, I like to go to students' games. I like to go to their their extracurricular activities because yes. it shows to them that I care. It shows to them that, you know, I'm here for you, mm -hmm. right? I'm here for you. So if you need help with something, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Now I may be screaming my 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 voice off, but I'm here for them. So yeah, get to know your students. Get to know them. Okay. I had students from last year that has asked me if I was going to go to the homecoming. Either the homecoming, uh, homecoming this year. I say yes. I have some that have asked me to go to their games. I show up for their games. I have some, you know, I even had, uh, I had two students, well, one of the students this year asked me to give them a little pep talk, mm -hmm. you know, before the game, you know, kind of give them some confidence uh, before the game. And after I gave them a little prep talk, a little uh, encouragement, some motivation, they won a game. So um, they know that my office is excuse me, is always available and that I'm here to listen. There are teachers out there that they don't have their office open or they don't have their doors open. Okay. I have an open door policy. So you're like, okay, Mr. Fred, what is what is the open door policy? So an open door policy is if you need something, or if you need someone to talk to, I'm here. My door is always a, I not by, I might not be in my office, but I could be anywhere. I could be on the third floor, I could be on the second floor, I could be on the first floor. I could be anywhere. But if you need someone to talk to, or you feel like that <laughs> no other teachers are listening to you, 
That's when I show up. Simple but effective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to put my glasses back on. And we'll continue. Uh, well, uh, yeah, you guys, I, I, I have nothing to add because you guys know how I feel about this. So let's uh, let's move on, you guys. Uh, OK, so another teachers teachers, I hope you're really listening, is to give out compliments freely but sincerely. OK, you guys are wondering what the heck I mean by that. Well, you may not expect it. But get this, your teenagers, middle school students, high school students uh, in your class, they are starving for approval, attention. No matter how much attitude, let's say uh, Amanda has given you lately, compliment her, you guys, okay, on anything that matters to her. And you will make great, you know, this will help out in, in the long run. Uh, and students, they love to hear compliments, you know, about, you know, their hair, their shoes, their clothing, whatever, the, you know, whatever it is. But they also love it when you know the score of their game last night and that you heard they play very well. So be able to mention some of the amazing things they do when they're not, uh, you know, um, interrupting your class like being a part of the clubs, uh, student council, for, for instance, uh, participating in a talent show, making the honors row, or winning a pageant, whatever school activities uh, it is, you guys, because compliments, they are easy to give and show that you're paying attention. That's, that's for me, that's like an important job, your responsibility as an educator. Pay attention to your students as members of society. Ooh, don't you just love that right there? Because this is new role for teenagers and your compliments will show that you care about how they are fulfilling that role. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love that. Let's, let's, let's do educators chime in. Let's do that for our students. Let's compliment them. Of you know whatever you know the clothes you know just like I mentioned the clothing the shoes their hair whatever let's also you know go to their games you know let's be a part because they want to feel and I believe this they want to feel that they are seen and that they are valued. I'm gonna make sure that my students know that I see them and that they are valued because I care each and every one about them. Now, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say this here. I may not, you know, always go to every student's, you know, games or whatever it may be, but I will try my best to, and I'll also make sure that I watch if I'm able to watch. So the next day, you know, I come back, I'll say, okay, you guys know I wasn't there, but I watch you guys online and I support you this and that. They will feel like, oh my gosh, Mr. Damien, thanks so much for supporting me. That's what your students want. In my view, I may be wrong about that, but this is how I am going to be as a teacher making sure that my students are valued, that they are seen and heard all the time. So that's my takeaway. Okay. Andrew, 
What do you have for us? What's next? All right, I'm going to read this long paragraph. So, and then I'm going to put some things. So, um, next one is about completing, completed activity. Uh, you should ask these questions, such as, um, do you like it doing that way? Should I do this again with my next group? Is it work? Was this a worthwhile activity? You'd be surprised, high schoolers, high schoolers, um, by the majority <laughs> of the answers you get. High school. Um, most teenagers don't don't want to waste their time in class. They'll be really honest if the lesson you spent hours planning was a total flop. Okay, I'm just stop right there. Yep. I don't yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm taking yeah. glasses off. Yeah. Uh huh. Take them off again because. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In high school, they don't tell you like it is. Uh huh. Say it. Okay. They don't tell you like it is. Say it. If your lesson is boring, they gonna tell you. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Anderson, your lesson on slope is boring. It's boring. I'm in the back falling asleep. Yeah. Okay. Let me go tell you like it is. Teachers. You need to listen to them. Listen to y'all. Listen to their feedback. Yes. All right. All right. Let them, and I like this right here. Let them rearrange the classroom for a change. Ooh. Have them design an order for the day's agenda. Okay. Offer two possible due dates for assessment. Right. Now, I'm going to pause right there. Don't be one of those teachers that has a test on a Monday. Oh, oh. Mm. Don't have a due date on a Monday. Mm. Please don't. Please don't. Like I said, if I was teaching sixth grade math, my tests will be Tuesday. Actually, there'll be Thursday. The quiz will be on Tuesday. Yeah. But it's going to look like the study guide. Uh, you get my study guides. But on the test, it's going to look like the study guide. But I'm going to change the, the numbers around. Right. Okay. Offer two possible due dates. If you got, if you're assigning a project, ask your class, ask your whole class, okay? What do you want your due date to be? Instead of, oh, your due date is Monday. Because you know, half of your students is not going to turn it in on a Monday. Okay. All right. Make your class your happy place. Yes, happy place. Have some snacks in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'm pretty sure, not just high school, 
um, middle school too. Got some sites in there. Because for student hunger, it's student hungry. Okay. So set up like a like a snack bar. Mm -hmm. Or a uh, student have one part of the room of your room for students. Like a snack, like a snack bar or uh Stuff in that nature, yeah. you know, pens, pencils, uh, coffee, coffee or Monster Energy drinks, because I know high schoolers like to drink those back when I was in high school. Uh, stuff in that nature. So, uh, uh, I, I, Jamie, I, I, you, you took the words, you know, out of my mouth of what I was going to uh, mention because everything that you said, Andrew, was spot on, spot on. I, 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 I mm -mm. let me move on because I'm not going to mess with that. Uh, so finally, you guys, what we have is to, I love this. I love this. And probably some of you guys do this too, but for the ones who don't, give your students choices. Okay. Give them choices. Again, oh. just like the due date. Yeah. Just like the due date. Yeah. Give them choices. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, this gives your students, you know, a feeling of power. Am I right? Something that really have, you know, very little of in their new role as members of society, as I mentioned earlier. So you must remember how, as a teenager, you know, let let's let's go back to when we was teenager guys, all of us, because we was that at some point. You know, each tiny, you know, different, you know, bits of details of freedom, you know, that they was going through, they was curious, exploring. Remember back to that time, okay? Tap into that and let them feel that they have some control over their learning because they do, all students do. They, they, they have, let's, I'm gonna read that again. Tap into that and let them feel that they have some control over their learning. Okay. Because there are lots of ways to do this. There, there is many of ways you guys can search this up and it doesn't have to mean more work for you. Okay. So let's say for instance, in high school, you know, we, we have some flexibility in the curriculum to allow for students input. Mm-hmm. So you can ask if they would rather read about the death the death penalty. I remember doing that in high school. Uh, wrote an essay about that. Um, or if they would rather give their opinions in writing. Okay, allowing them to map their own learning will increase their engagement. Let your students be. I love this. Let your students be a part of to this. Give your students choices because if you just because you know you guys know I'm big onto this. They have voices. Let's let's you know let's hear from them. Let's hear from the students. I know that probably in that moment, if your student says something that you don't want to do, okay, that's fine. But guess what? You can incorporate whatever they had to say into into another activity or lesson. It doesn't have to be the one that you guys are currently doing. You can save of what they said and plug it in into maybe tomorrow's lesson, next week lesson. 
Uh, Andrew, you have anything to, to add to that? Because teachers need to be onto onto their A game up to this. Do I uh, need to uh, uh, if you want to, because 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 this is serious. This is absolutely serious. I can't stand. Well, let me finish this here. Then I'm gonna hand it over to you. I can't stand when teachers don't allow their students, you know, to feel that they are seen inside the classroom. They have no input. They they don't want to hear their students. It's all about them. I'm sorry, you guys, but as an educator, it's 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 my classroom. It's how I want it to be. If I want my students to be a part of to this, they are gladly because we are family. We are in this together. So, um, Andrew, hand it over to you because this is this is serious. Just like I said before, I'm not gonna take my glasses because there's probably gonna be some more. Uh, yeah. Give them choices, like I said before, of the due date. Ask them. Do a cahoot or do like raise your hand, like raise your hand if you of the choices, you know, mm -hmm. give them choices, give them choices. That's what it's all about, people, you know? teachers. Give them a, a a feeling of power. Uh, you know, if you're going to be a stuck up, uh, follow, well, not really follow the rules, but if you're going to be a stuck up and mean teacher that doesn't have any student input, you're not going to be successful. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're not. And then the students are not going to not going to like you or they're not going to want to take your class because you don't allow them to give choices. Right. Alrighty, we're going to stop right there, you guys, before we continue on with that, because you guys, please, I hope you took notes, teachers, and, and I, I know, you know, the school year is almost, well, we're in February, you guys, the school year is, is almost over with, but you guys still have the chance, you still, you still have the opportunity to incorporate into your classroom to the best of your ability. Uh, so we have to take a quick break, but there's more Ed Chat coming your way right after this, so don't go anywhere. Watching The Educators, we'll be right back.
Welcome back to the educators. I don't know why I start to sing a little bit. Uh, so now, as you all can tell, that you know, we absolutely love to talk and share our opinions about what's currently happening into the educational world. Seriously, we, we absolutely love doing that. But here, here's the only problem, okay? Here is the only problem. We run out of time. We run out of time because we talk for a very long time. That's why you guys, you see that our episodes are so long because we talk so long. So today we have another never before seen clip that never aired on the show. So this conversation was back in January where we had guest co-hosts, guest co-hosts, uh, Demaya Anderson, Briner Seymour, and Prince TJ. And we talk about, we discuss classroom community. So take a look. And say hello to our guest co-host for today, you guys, Briner Seymour and Prince TJ. They are still here with us. So it is time for some more ad chat. So um, I'm going to hand this over to Andrew because he has our next topic, which is a classroom community. Yes. So, Andrew, why don't you take it away for us on this? All right, last room. All right, so uh, this is mainly it, it's mainly for uh, it, it says middle school, but it's mainly for all. Students. Okay, so teachers face many challenges in keeping uh, students participating in lessons in order to keep them become active learners. So why do us want y'all to participate? Well, the education therapist, Anthony Wagner, has stressed that learning occurs best through social participation, and participation is the best indicator of whether or not students are paying attention or not, because we always have that one student that always wants to put the head down and goes to sleep. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So just like the last summit that we talked about, technology has played a role in, in helping increase participation. Like Brian said, who could hoot? The hoot, booklet, clickers, or Google Forms, where all can be involved at the same time. Yet, mm -hmm. yet those students are, are participating through this great technology, I'm gonna ask this question right here to y'all. Are they active participants and why? Um, are they active participants? Mm -hmm. I feel no like that. I feel like that. Uh, I feel like when you go into a classroom, you gotta participate. I mean, because when I was in class, I hated when kids just come in the classroom like they ain't got no sense that god gave a billy goat uh they just act like they have no home training i'm like dude what are you doing and mm -hmm. then I, then the kids when you know we used to get in small groups or we used to do these fun little activities in the classroom 
And then the kids would be sitting there mad. Like, what are you back for? Like, get some spirit. But I don't know. I I don't know. What's your guys' thought? I have to hear somebody's thoughts first. What's your... Oh, before 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 we go into that, there's always that one in that group that doesn't do anything. Right, that would be me. Um, I'm like the creator. I sit back and watch. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say this, you guys. There's no right or wrong. No, 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 no. I know that, but but you guys probably gonna you know want to hear why I feel this way. I'm I'm sorry, but I don't feel that every student who comes into the classroom has to participate. Mm. I just don't feel that way. I mm. don't. If mm. they feel like, you know, if, you know, inside the classroom, if they're doing something, you know, the teacher, you know, is, I, you guys, I, I understand, I understand, you know, we want our students, you know, participate, you know, so they can, you know, this and that, I understand that. But what if some of your students who just don't want to participate, for me, I am not going to as a classroom teacher, I am not going to force, you know, my students, you know, if I ask them something and if they feel like they don't want to answer, they don't want to participate, okay, I'm going to just leave you alone. If if that's how you feel, you don't have to be a part of to this, but at least, but at least, you know, you pay attention and you're listening. That is all I want for my students. That is it. If some students feel they want to participate, go ahead, raise your hand. I'll call on you, this and that. But I'm not going to force my students to always have to participate in, in a group activity, whatever. That's and just with me. Let me ask you this question. Go ahead. For the, for the students that are not working, let's say they have a separate, they don't want to work in a group, but they're still participating in the activity that you mm-hmm. are still giving out right. are they still active participants absolutely absolutely yes absolutely i would say participating is a it's a thing that kind of lets the teacher know that this student is enjoying it and the student is kind of resetting the resetting the information and understanding information because as you participate then you kind of can tell which student gets the information or which student doesn't get the information. Right. That's what I see what um participation is all about. And mm-hmm. students sometimes participate because I'm not gonna lie, some teachers don't some students don't like to participate and in some of the classrooms I've been in it's kind of a big goal of participation because classroom participation is a grade category in our in our um in our grade system. Um, for that certain class, for instance, a Spanish class, if you don't participate in reading a Spanish sentence out loud, then you might not get a beautiful grade in that class. So I can kind of see where Damien's going with some students don't like to participate and don't have to participate, not trying to force students to participate, but I feel like participation is a standard and a goal that lets the teacher know that, hey, this kid gets it. He understands everything. Now I want to hear this kid gets it. Because I think opening your mouth 
opening your mouth and saying what you're saying and getting wrong answers and getting right answers can let the teacher know that, okay, I might want to think about this topic more and then bring it back and see if the student can answer this, this question more correctly. Active participation is not just about students raising their hands. It's about how, how the student can understand the information, how they can relate on the information and, and say the information, you know? Right. I'm glad that you because... said that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm glad that you said it because um, because there's two types of levels of engagement. And, you know, there's participants and active participants. And what Brian what said is a participant that would respond to questions being asked in an individual context uh -huh. versus an active participant that will answer questions asked of them, but also feel part of the conversation and be tuned in with the comments of their peers. Exactly. Okay. So, of course, we want all students to be active participants in the classroom, either mm -hmm. participating in a group activity or working by themselves. They're still working on the lesson. They're still working on the lesson, yes? So yep. building communities in the classroom is key to accomplishing this, okay? So mm -hmm. what does it mean? So building, community, building communities is to promote collaboration, and building relationships that foster a positive and productive working experience. And that is the same concepts to students. Yep. Okay? Mm -hmm. You know, like I said again, students can work by themselves or work in a group. Or you can have uh, students lead the class. You know, kind of take a step back and have the, have the students lead the class. Kind of like what I did. A couple of years ago, where I taught my classmates how to do proportions back in eighth grade. I remember that. I never liked them, but I remember. But there are some students that do not get it at all. Yeah. Right. And it's okay. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So, so as students and teachers start to feel a sense of belonging to a community, they can feel they can build up their roles in the classroom. It is human yeah. nature to want to feel accepted, and that acceptance can lead to confidence and willingness to, to participate and work as a team. So, going back to as my hand is going that way, it should be going this way. Um, as Damien said, some of his students just not want to uh, participate in a group activity, and that's fine. Yeah. But in his classroom, in his community, they're still working as a team, exactly. even though some of his some of his students are working by themselves. They're they're still participating. They're still working as a team. They're mm -hmm. still getting their work done. Absolutely. And going back to what Brianier said, which kind of leads to the next sentence here, often teachers focus on the needs of students on an individual level, which is great because we want to make sure that each student understands the content to the best of their ability. So mm -hmm. Brianier hit the 
hit the nail right there on that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so overall, really, it sets the tone and encourages students to be active members of their own learning. So, yes. meaning by that is take the time to build relationships with your students. I don't know how many times that we have said this ever since season one. Ooh. I can agree on that because some teachers, the teachers I've known from my high school, mm -hmm. they 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 understand me. Like they know me. Like they can often tell a type of person you are. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because yeah. teacher, he always he doesn't call me Brian. He calls me Bri. And I'm like, appreciate because most teachers call me by Bri other than your full name. Because some mm -hmm. teachers are building relationships. You don't see because I've been in classrooms where there's nice teachers, where there's teachers who just don't care, who just don't want to be there. You know, I've been Say in those that. type of rooms. So I feel that um, it's important to build that, that student and teacher bond. Like as talk show hosts, we're building an audience and a host bond because mm -hmm. we're both trying to rely on each other for more information. Um, and as a teacher, pan, as a teacher point of view, it's important because sometimes you can dig deep and have fun and get the level of, of trust and ability from a teacher point of view. So that's how I feel sometimes as well. And then, you it know, is, when you have it, that, yeah, but It is good to have, you know, a relationship with the teacher, but I don't want that relationship with my teacher. I don't want my teacher calling me Ty. Uh, whoa, whoa, or, or TJ. But, but, but listen, though, but listen, though. It, it 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 it's helpful because that's where the teacher can that's where the respect can go both ways from you and a teacher. The teacher can yes. respect you, and you can respect the teacher. Because yes. there's some, yeah. teachers, some teachers would be like, "If you show me respect, I'll show you respect." Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that level of that's, respect. That's yeah, yeah, respect. Yeah, I don't don't respect me. I'm definitely not going to respect you. Uh, adult, child, teenager, whatever, because that, because I hate when the people, when the adults say, say, when I say, if I say to them, if you don't respect me, then I'm not going to respect you. They'll be like, they'll be like, well, I'm an adult. You're going to respect me. Well, listen, there's, there's, oh this, uh oh, what happened? No, no, go ahead. Because, look, uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter if if you're an adult, a teenager, a child, a middle-aged person, you're still a human being. And humans, us as human beings, us, us as people, us with with feelings and all that stuff, we still need our respect. Us kids, us teenagers, we still need our no, respect. I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not taking that. I'm not, I'm not taking that. No, no. I'm not taking that. No, oh, I'm, I'm saying... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but building a relationship with a teacher, you're my teacher, not my friend. But again, that's that point too. Wait, 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 Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. I got this. Hold on. I got this. I got this. I got this. Because I'm a teacher. I got this. Hold on. I got this. Okay. Yeah. What? What? Which part? Okay. So why? Why are you saying that? As a as a teacher, as a teacher, why? See, look, <laughs> look. So my teacher, she's 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 cool. She's like a 
millennial teacher, you know, about her 20s and stuff. And, you know, I can build a, not a friend relationship, but a a student and teacher relationship. Like, like, uh, we can make certain jokes here and there, but she's still teaching. Like, I said that, I said that uh, you're my teacher and not my friend Mm -hmm. because you are. I didn't come to school to build friends. Yes, it's okay to it's, it's it's good that I have friends and that that we get along good. We can make jokes, but I come to school to get my education. I didn't come to <laughs> do that when I'm at home. So mm. it is. Uh, I understand what y'all are saying. Like it is, you know, it is important that you have that relationship with your teacher where you can feel comfortable going up and asking questions, getting help from 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 your work but but what if you might but what about that teacher what if what if that teacher what if you need that teacher in the next few years to sign off a college recommendation form like i'm not going to college well no but just like what if we're we're just putting out there tj we're just putting out because 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 some of us we will come into contact with our teachers at some point like all of us we will so what if yeah you know just what if you never know that's with me with me personally i had to get a few teachers to sign some college recommendation forms last last month actually they said i mean i'm so happy to do it it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like I don't like the teacher. Like if 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 I do have to come in contact with the teacher, like to sign a college whatever majiggy is to sign whatever the case may be, I'm not gonna hate that person or dislike that person. I'm just it's saying like it's 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 like a bond. Exactly, it's like a bond. You know what I mean? Because it's hard for people to get bonds. Yeah. Like, like Francis, listen, 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 listen. Let's say you was in a totally total. Let's say if you were in a total situation where you okay. literally close to expulsion, right? Expulsion. Okay. What if that millennial okay. teacher was in that office with their principal and was like, TJ, my TJ, I can vouch for him. He did it out of self-respect and so this and that. So what if you want a person to stand up for you in that corner? That's the mm-hmm. level of bond. I don't want I don't want a bond where I'm not, I'm not, okay, I'm not, okay, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm gonna use an example. I'm gonna use... Go ahead. I'm not using I'm not, I'm okay, let me use an example right here. So mm-hmm. say if if Damien's the principal, Andrew's the, the teacher, and me and you, Binary, we're the students, right? Well, yeah. So let's use that example that you used. The teachers or the principals, they're 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 having our backs. Well, hold on. You're my friend, right? So if I get in trouble, you're hold on. See, look, take, your time, take your time. We, take your time. Take your time. We're talking no about we. it's no we ain't getting trouble. It's you. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. if the teacher, if you're saying that I got in trouble or if you're blaming me for something and then the teacher we're, we're, is there to have our back, I don't want a teacher where we're friends and then they lie to just just to get me out of that situation. I want a teacher it's not like or that. a friend who, I mean, who, who's, 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 who's honest and will tell the truth. 
Uh-oh. Andrew, Andrew jumping in. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Me. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, all right. Okay, first of all, first of all. Um, teacher here. Hi, how you doing? Um, so I have a whole lot of students. I mean, several students that will come to my office that would... If they're going through something and there's nobody to talk to, they'll come to me because I hear them. I listen to them because I'm here for them. Right. And and I'm saying, all I'm saying is, I, 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 okay, there, I know there's mm -hmm. kids out there who comes up to the teachers because they might not have somebody at home to talk mm -hmm. to or not mm -hmm. might have friends at school or outside of school to talk to and they go to the teachers to talk to them. Mm -hmm. I, I can agree with that. I, I mm -hmm. agree with that type of bond. You know, if you don't have anybody to talk to and the teacher's there to talk to them, you could talk to them. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that this is confusing. What are we doing it's really not confusing. Y'all are y'all are talking really not confusing about y'all are, all all are talking saying, about something different is, that I'm talking about. All I'm okay, saying well, is okay, well, okay, wait, 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 man, wait. Tindra, wait, hold on. What, what, are what you did you want to say, Brynir? What I was saying is, it's important to build a bond with yes. teachers. Yes, it's not right. build a friendship. No, with a teacher. right? Because some teachers do not want to be children's friends. Exactly. So that's, I'm saying that it's important to build a bond because you never know what happened. You never know what might happen in a in situation, for example, expulsion or a college recommendation letter. The teacher is always there as a second reference. Teachers or, guide you through situations. Or, I'm going to throw this in there. What if, because I had this happen uh, two weeks ago before, before Christmas break. I had a student come up to me and was like, uh, so-and-so that another student was bullying somebody. I was like, oh, okay. Let me let me handle that. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Let me handle that. Because they have the courage, the strength to find an adult that they trust, which was me, how you doing, um, to solve the problem. Exactly. If I, if I was being bullied, and I wanted to reach out to an, a, a staff member at the school. I wouldn't go to somebody I trust. I would just go to an adult member. I, at my school, look, look, listen, at my school, the, all the teachers that are there, I don't feel like y'all understand me. Bro. All the teachers that are there, the staff, the principal members or whatever, who are there, I don't trust them. I don't. I barely know them. I don't even know them fully enough. So, you just go to school just to go to school, apparently. I go to school to get my education and talk and do what I need to wait, do. Who do you talk to? Who do you talk to? Okay. Who do I talk to? I talk to my friends. That's who I talk to. Okay. But, but, okay. What? I talk okay. to the teachers when I need to talk to the teachers and get my education on. That's what I talk to the teachers. Now we have to take a break, but there's more of the educators coming right up. So stay put and don't move. You're watching the educators. We'll be right back. You love watching the educators? Well, you can be part of our conversation too. 
The Educators is active on social media. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and also follow us on Twitter. Join the conversation by telling us what you think behind-the-scenes content. Stay up to date on what's happening on our show and the world. Because you keep the conversation going. So, let's get social. Like, comment, and connect with us on The Educators. Alright, welcome back to The Educators. It is Black History Month. Yes, we're celebrating Black History Month all month long. And today, we did a little switch up here. We have another one by Demi Anderson. So, Mr. Demi Anderson, go ahead and take it away. Former President Barack Obama served as the 44th President of the United States. His story is the American story. Values from the heartland, a middle-class upbringing, and a strong family, hard work, and education as the means of getting ahead, and the conviction that a life so blessed should be lived in service to others. When Barack Obama was elected president in twenty in 2008, he became the first African-American to hold the office. The framers of the Constitution always hoped that our leadership would not be limited to Americans of wealth or family connections. Subject to the prejudice of their time, many of them owned slaves. Most would have not, most would have not foreseen an African-American president. So Obama's father, Barack Sr., a Kenya economist, met his mother, uh, Stanley Ann Duman, when both were students in Hawaii, where Barack was born on August 4, 1961. They later divorced, and Barack's mother married a man from India, from, from India, where he spent his early childhood. And before fifth grade, he returned to Hawaii, Hula, to live with his maternal grandparents and attend uh, a school there on scholarship. Now, in his memoir, Dreams from My Father, which was in 1995, Obama describes the complexity of discovering his identity in adolescence. And after two years, of being at college in Los Angeles, he transferred to Columbia University, where he studied political science and international relations. And following graduation in 1983, Obama worked in New York City, then became a community organizer on the south side of Chicago, coordinating with churches to improve housing conditions and set up job training programs in a community that hit hard by steel mill closures. In 1988, he went to Harvard Law School, where he attracted national attention as the first African-American president of the Harvard Law Review. And returning to Chicago, he joined a small law firm specializing in civil rights. In 1992, Obama married Michelle Robertson, a lawyer who had also excelled at Harvard Law, and their daughters, uh, Mil- their daughters, 
Malia and Sasha, Malia and Sasha were born in 1998 and 2001, respectfully. And Obama was elected to the uh, US uh, Senate in 1996 and then to the US Senate in 2004. And at the Democratic National Convention that summer, he delivered a much acclaimed keynote address. Now, some pundits intensely pronounced him as a future president, but most did not expect it to happen for some time. Nevertheless, in 2008, he was elected over Arizona Senator uh, by the late John McCain by 365 to 173 electoral votes. Now, as an upcoming president, Obama faced many challenges, an economic collapse, wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, and the continuing menace of terrorism. Inaugurated before an estimated crowd of 1.8 million people, Obama proposed unprecedented federal spending to receive the economic and also hope to renew America's statue in the world. And during his first term, he signed three signature bills. And he also pressed for a Fair Pay Act for Women, financial reform, legisl legislation, and efforts for consumer protection. And in 2009, Obama became the fourth president to receive the Nobel Peace Prize. In 2012, he was re-elected over former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney by 330 two to 206 electoral votes, and the Middle East remaining a key foreign policy challenge. And he had overseen the killing of uh, Osama bin Laden, but a new self-proclaimed Islamic state arose during a civil war in Syria, in Syria and began its sensitizing terrorist attacks. And Obama sought to manage a hostile Iran with a treaty that hinders its development of nuclear weapons. The Obama administration also adopted a climate change agreement signed by 195 nations to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and slow global warming. Now, in the last year of his second term, Obama spoke at two events that clearly moved him. The 50th anniversary of the Civil Rights March from Selma to Montgomery and a dedication of the National Museum of African American History and Culture. I quote, our union is not yet perfect, but we are getting closer. And that's why we celebrate. Mindful that our work is not yet done. All right, so thank you so much for reading that Black History Month reading. Just again, like again, uh, we celebrate Black History Month all month long. But we're going to have to take a quick break, though. Don't fret, because we're not going anywhere. We'll be right back with more The Age of
You love watching the educators? Well, you can be part of our conversation too. The Educators is active on social media. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and also follow us on Twitter. Join the conversation by telling us what you think behind-the-scenes content. Stay up to date of what's happening on our show and the world because you keep the conversation going. So, let's get social. Like, comment, and connect with us on The Educators. Welcome back. Welcome back, you all. A great show today, Andrew. I know it's just only the two of us, but we had a great show. Uh, we appreciate, well, we want to appreciate all of you guys, our fam, uh, for, for always tuning in seriously and for always watching because we couldn't do we couldn't do the show. We couldn't have it, you know, without you, without your support. So we thank you so much. Now, Andrew, before we end today, we're going to probably start doing this now because I like it. Uh, I think we started last week or the week before last, or I don't remember. I can't remember, but I remember we did it. Do you have any last thoughts, remarks from today's show that you want to uh, leave off with our viewers for the week? Anything? So this is a segment called What Did We Learn? Um, so what do we learn today? Well, teachers, high school teachers, give them options. Make your classroom feel like home. And when I say feel like home, I mean like set up one part of your classroom as a student section. So what I mean by that is like providing snacks or drinks such as monster energy drinks or some juices and stuff like that, okay? Give them options. Go to their games. Go to their extracurricular activities. Because at the end of the day, they care about you. They always look up for you to support some motivation. And of course, they want you there. So that is your What Do We Learn segment for today. I'm headed back over to Absolutely, yes. So that was you guys, the return of Andrew's What Did We Learn? Uh, so thank you so much for that, Andrew. Uh, so again, we thank you guys so much. God bless each and every one of you. And we will see you right back here next time on The Educator. So until then, you guys take care and we will see you all next week for another episode of The Educators. Why did I start to sing? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. We're, we're going to end. We'll see you guys next week. I was like, where, where are you going with this? <laughs> are you singing, talking? Like, where, where are we going with this? I'm doing both. I was doing both.